Welcome to the Mothers You Know podcast. Thank you for being here. This is a place where we as women remember the spirit God gave us. We know how much we matter and we believe all things are possible to them that believe on this Savior Jesus Christ. Here at Mothers You Know, we support the parents of young men in the Sons of Healman and young women in the Daughters of Light programs at Life Changing Services. These programs provide therapeutic and mentoring services for youth struggling with depression, anxiety, self-harm, pornography, and any other unwanted or difficult behaviors. We offer parent support, training, and resources for mothers and fathers seeking the best way to support their loved one. Any mother is welcome to join in the Mothers Who Know classes support and training. You do not need to have a child in life-changing services to join in. We hope you'll join us. I am Karen Broadhead. I serve as the director of Mothers You Know, and I serve as the parent support specialist at life-changing services. I invite you to join with me and other mothers from across the country in our Warrior Mothers Who Know online support and training group. If you have a child struggling with pornography, depression, anxiety, or other difficult behaviors, you will find a safe and uplifting place to learn from other moms and learn principles and strategies to best support your loved one. Please go to motherswhoknow.org to find the online meeting details. We talk about difficult things here with the intent to shine light in dark corners and to eliminate isolation and shame. We are mothers with warrior hearts who are raising the warriors of this generation. We know we must learn to fight well for ourselves first, then we can confidently support and cheer on our loved ones in the best ways. Oh, hello and welcome back. I'm here and Debbie Stransky, as well as Rosalind Geertsen as Eternal Warriors coaches. And we also have some guests on with us today. We have Nancy, Allison, and another Debbie with us today. And the reason I've invited them to come as guests on this episode, this coaches episode, is because we are highlighting the book Mama Trauma, Now What? Written by Karen Broadhead. So that is me. That's so fun. I never in my whole life thought that I would write a book. And at the time that this book was being written and formulated, we were actually, our intent was to create a little pamphlet, kind of like a small booklet for the Utah Coalition Against Pornography, the UCAP conference to have at our first, to have at our first ever Mothers Who Know booth at the UCAP conference at the Salt Palace. We'd had one before years ago, but this was the first one at the big Salt Palace conference. And so we were just working on a booklet and as we were working on it, they said, well, you know, there's like 40 pages in this thing already. And so my team said, we should just write a book. We should make this a book. And so without even knowing that's what we were doing. We, we created a book, Mama Trauma, Now What? And we have actually gone in and made some a few adjustments and improvements. And so now it's the second edition. So maybe you have a Mama Trauma, Now What? book and you didn't know there was a second edition. So 
that's kind of fun in case you wanted to get the other edition the there's some tools in there that have that have been adjusted and a few things added okay so this is what it says on the title page mama trauma now what finding hope when your child battles pornography or other challenging issues steadfast strategies to stay centered on jesus christ by karen broadhead parent support specialist at life-changing services and founder and director of mothers you know and just because it just feels so much better to not talk about your own book that's why i have these people here to help me do it and so i'm grateful for their for their help but yeah just for my own personal experience i just was really so stunned when they said i think we should just write a book this is going to be a book i was like wow okay and then as it came out and i was we were considering what to put in it one of the things that i felt really strongly about putting in it was the voices of other women because i'm the director of mothers who know and the parent support specialist the life-changing services i had been collecting a file that was titled cries for help and it was just women who realized there's a resource out there that is supporting mothers and i'm really struggling over here i don't really have many people to talk about this story that is at our house with our son or our daughter and so i would get emails and things like that and so they all started being added to this cries for help file that I had. And so many of the anonymous comments in this book come from that file over the years that I had created. And then there, there were just some really, like it said, steadfast tools and principles that I just really first started getting as I was an Eternal Warriors mentor. But then as I started specifically working with just moms, I started noticing that there are some of the language of eternal wires that's right on. But as a mom that has a level of trauma, as you're in this place that you'd never thought you'd be before with a child, and you've tried all your mama tricks to deal with it, and you're noticing these tricks don't work with this. This is this is different and you realize it's kind of outside of my wheelhouse I we need some support and so that's why I just think that this book to me I'm so grateful for it is that it's available to women whether they're involved in mothers you know or not to at least hear that they're not alone and that there are some resources for them so I'm going to open it up to you ladies and just as you've thought about what would I share about the mama trauma now what book and some of the things that you have found value in and I know Debbie was part I want to call you Debbie one and Debbie two this is tricky I've never done any podcast with two people of the same name before so but yeah so we'll say Debbie and Debbie Stransky that's what we're gonna do okay so, so yeah, Debbie, you helped with the creation of it. Maybe we could just start with you because you were on my Mother's You Know team at the time. 
Sure. Well, I really think that it's sort of a quick start guide to thinking correctly when there's a lot of potential for incorrect thinking to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, it kind of makes me think of when I used to get a new car or a new appliance or something, and there was this part that I thought, okay, this is doable. I can actually read the quick start manual. I can't read the telephone book sized one, but I can, I can sink my teeth into this. And that's kind of how I felt about mama trauma, just that it, when, when you identify, oh yeah, I'm in a place of trauma. It's an opportunity for a quick start when you, when you need to know how to get a little bit of traction and And one thing that I loved about it is is actually at the end, the five scriptures mothers need to hear. I have shared that with so many mothers and, and in different circumstances too. I had a friend who had a miscarriage and needed needed some hope. And there's a scripture, one of those five scriptures focuses right on hope. But anyway, that was something that really helped me. Also, at the end, there's a section on gratitude. And you mentioned gratitude for this whole experience that you hadn't really signed up for. But now, looking back on it, feeling some gratitude, and I think that's President Nelson has really emphasized the importance of of gratitude. And so that was something that inspired me. And then, of course, the the numbered tips for things to think about and things to implement. And and that was also really helpful to me, too. So I felt like it was something I would have loved when I was just starting out. And then I loved to read it as I was in the middle of the journey and then start thinking about, okay, who can I, who can I share this with? Who can I give this to? And, and I've definitely shared the whole book, but also shared parts of it, like the five scriptures that I mentioned. So those are just some things that have really blessed my life as I've been involved with cheering you on as you, as you wrote Mama Trauma. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I really do appreciate that cheering. That helped me so much. Yeah, the other Debbie, Debbie Stransky that's here, her cheering has also helped me so much. So Debbie is a newer member on our Mothers Who Know team. She's our project director. And when she got here and started looking around at how we were doing things, she said, and it's one of the things I love about her, she's more direct. She's pretty direct. <laughs> and she says, she says, what are you doing? Why aren't you like super promoting this book? It's like the best book. And I was, I needed someone to come in from that wasn't part of just its birth, you know, to come in and say, this book really helps people. It helped me. And so Debbie, I'm going to let you go ahead. Oh, I so love this book. I think at the very beginning, you can identify with it. There's several examples that no matter what stage you're at, if you're at the very beginning or you've worked through where it'll have an example 
that you can know, okay, I can identify right here. And I wanted to read one that I've been working with grown adults now that are my kids in addictions, both pornography and other addictions for about 15 years. And I remember when I read this one example, I was like, that was so me. And this book has helped me. And I can see that there's so much growth, but oh my gosh, I just, I want to share it. It says, you are a woman who cries a lot and you want to scream when you see acquaintances out in public who ask you as they always have, how's it going? With optimistic smiles on their well-meaning faces, you say the only thing you can say, good, how about you? But deep down, you want to yell and say, how's it going? Well, it's going and gone, my friend, over the fence and into the stratosphere. I am in a mess of such proportion that it can't be described. I am disgusted, tired, exhausted, angry, depressed, lonely, hurt, betrayed, and completely lost. How about you? I was like, well, now now someone's talking directly to the direct Debbie, right? It's like, you have to speak like that for me to hear you. Anyway, the book is just so great. It gives examples. It gives you tools that you can use. It helps you identify the different voices that go in your head. And as an eternal warrior coach, I took several of them. And when I would be coaching someone, I would say that you pretend like this is you. And then I would give an example of different voices coming to their head so that they could terminate the lie. So it's the truth tool. They need to terminate the lie. And it was, it was effective. And then they would say, oh yeah, I was thinking the other day. And then they would go through these different thoughts that they have in their head. And this book was so enlightening to be able to say, oh yeah, that is Satan's voice or, oh yeah, that is the spirit or, oh yeah, I can have peace right here because I know that's not my fight. That's my loved one's fight. And the other thing that is just so empowering is um, a little bit what Debbie said just a little bit ago is that it really helps to recognize the power that we as women have and that we've been held to this day to be mothers of these kids of whether they're adults or kids and that the Lord trusts us. And it says on page 22 for when everyone orders their book, Satan knows how dangerous women standing in the truth of their divine identity and purpose are. He will do all in his power to confuse us about our identity and purpose. He knows he can't take us out. We are far too strong for that but he can make us cry, doubt, fear, or lose our confidence. He can take our away our voice and courage until we are numb and confused. He knows he can more easily accomplish his destructive mission of mystery if good women are asleep with their eyes open, meaning you may look awake and present, but on the inside, you're full of turmoil, numbness, pain, confusion, hurt, and betrayal. All of those things that make us feel like we're isolated and alone are from Satan. And this book, it leans into so much the gospel principles, which we know to be true, but helps it speak to us so that we can implement them in our lives. Mm. Thanks, Debbie. So good. Yeah, so Debbie mentioned the truth tool. And Allison, I think you mentioned to me the other day that that's one of the reasons you wanted to be on this podcast. 
Yes, I did. That was the reason why, because it just made such a big difference in my life. Years ago, when I had lots of little kids at home, I I had a therapist say to me, you carry so much. And I just was thinking, well, of course I do. I have all these kids and my husband's job is crazy and he has nothing left to give when he comes home. And so years later when I was just having a really hard time and I, I felt really heavy and terrible inside. And so I had started meeting with you, Karen. And so you taught me about the the truth tool and I read it in the book and tried it and came back and had another session with you and you kind of tweaked what I was doing because I wasn't doing it quite right but not that it's really that hard but it just I guess with anything it took a little bit of practice but just after I took the truth tool and what you do with the truth tool is you you identify the lies that you're hearing in your head and you turn it into you know you reject the lies and and find what's true and do that with the Savior and once I was able to do that I just felt such a lift and I felt so so much lighter and so much better and I was having trouble with just anytime I didn't know how to do anything I felt just this immediate like attack of okay well I gotta feel bad about myself because I don't know how to do that and now it's like no I do not need to feel bad about myself at all. I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to choose what I want to try to be good about, what I want to try to be good at. But all the things I'm not good at, there's no reason to feel bad about that. I, There's always going to be something you're not good at. Mm. So it really helped me change my inner dialogue in a way that's been completely life-changing and I... I just feel so much better every day because of it and it's been about three years ago now that I had first used the truth tool and it's helped me to learn the importance of talking to myself by keeping my inner dialogue positive. That's excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you Allison. Yeah, that is so, so excellent. It's one of the things we've mentioned in this podcast often is not every voice in your head is a trusted voice, right? And so, yeah, that truth tool comes from that, you know, that thought that, wait a minute, you mean all these thoughts in my head aren't just my thoughts because they're in my head, right? And they've been going around and around for years and they sound just like me. So discerning what's edifying in there, what's degrading and, de and demoralizing to us and differentiating between, yeah, how would Satan talk to you? Maybe it wouldn't sound like his voice, like Satan's in my head, but anything that we wouldn't say out loud to, to another person that we care about or any other human, it would never, it's usually not in our value system to talk to other people the way that we hear thoughts in our head sometimes. And that's a, that's a real flag of that is a distorted thought. That's a satanically distorted thought. And I can, I can choose something different. So awesome. Thanks, Allison. I don't know. Does the book talk about declarations at all? Cause it's been a it while. Does, actually. Because I started out using the truth tool and rejecting negative thoughts but then 
I eventually started saying positive declarations or affirmations each day or just in different situations and I realized as I started saying those positive things that when you have a declarations that you say to yourself throughout the day or in different situations it's really it's like it helps you to not even get to the place where you're having those negative thoughts it just keeps you more on that positive positive train of thought in your head which is yeah so much better it is so good Allison do you have a book in front of you I do have a book and I was just looking this one is 2018 I don't know what you're most yeah so I think mine is the old one too that I have here I have a new one over there as well but this one I have my declarations marked it's on page 42 because it's something that when I'm talking about declarations to people if they have this book I'll say will you go to page 42 and just notice that so Rosalind did you have something I was just going to say in the new book it's on page 57 oh excellent thank you for that yeah so anyway one of the things that the book points out is that not only are declarations of truth something that they're empowering for us personally but it's something that i can do to also help my own heart and mind the thoughts and the feelings that i have about my loved one right my child or my husband or someone that i'm really this relationship is kind of stretchy right now for me it's kind of hard we're trying to work something out i just have found in my own personal life and so i added it to the book that writing declarations about who my son is and what kind of person he is was such a game changer for me so anyway that's why allison i asked if you had the book i wondered if you would wouldn't mind reading the the one about the daughter and the son on page 42 and 43 i guess and you, yeah. okay so a parent's declaration might sound like this or the it's next the, one after that yeah the next one after that okay a declaration might sound something like this for a daughter enemy beware an amazing daughter of god an amazing daughter of the living god stands here she is aligned with her truth and knows her power and how to get any who seek to destroy her will have to deal with her protector and champion, Jesus Christ. She is armed for battle, arrayed in her divine beauty and spiritual armor. She does not fear. Her battle cry is, bring it at all times and in all things and in all places. I love God and he loves me and you are going down. She confidently whispers, be afraid, be very afraid. You are messing with the wrong disciple of Christ. She will hurt you. She will destroy you. She will crush you. Turn back at the trying or the trying to mess with this daughter of God. Yeah. Or oh, die. sorry. Turn back or die trying to mess with this daughter of God. Yeah. And if I can just say, I wrote that personally for my daughter on a day that I was just in great despair just you reading it makes me feel emotional because I was in so I was in so much despair and just thought I don't know what to do and so I knew I needed to you know address what was true because I was hearing a lot of distortions a lot of lies and I also knew that I needed to you know build some warrior chemistry into this 
and speak truth about how powerful she was, even though she was in a place of great weakness, you know? Uh, and anyway, this was all broken up on papers on the floor that led her to her bedroom when she came home from school that day, this declaration, until she found some gum, right? And she was much more interested in the gum than what the floor said on these papers. But boy, did that ever shift me that day. I could have stayed in that place of despair all day and then the next day and the next day, right? But after, when I did that, the spirit was able to bear witness to me that that's right, that is who God is for his children. And she is so powerful and it's gonna be okay. So yeah, and okay, now to the boy one. A declaration for your son could be, enemy beware, here stands a noble son of God who is strong in the Lord and the power of his might. His armor is worn and tested, but shining with the preparation and skill of the formidable warrior you fear. He is an annoyer and disturber to your cause, endowed with the power to act in Christ's name. He is the voice you fear as he inspires others to inspires others to arms in Christ's great cause of liberty and eternal life for all. He is honored and called up to serve Christ, the champion over all darkness. His battle cry is victory through Christ Jesus, freedom for all. Never will he stop defending others from your sick lies and tactics. He will crush you and stand forever to testify against the darkness you are. Be afraid. You are messing with a leader and asset to God's noblest army. Fear the Son of God. He can see you and, like a sniper, will take you out at the slightest movement you make in his direction. Thank you so much. It's and that's what, that's what I wrote for my son because he was working on trying to get on a mission. One of the, A goal that he's really, really thought, I'm just going to keep trying and trying. He was in his 20s and just really thinking... And his, he'd got his call and had his mission postponed twice since his, and so he just, I wanted to stay in a place of faith and belief and not, because when you find out, okay, we're going, we're on, we're almost there, right? And then you realize, oh, well, we're not there, right? Again. And so that I wrote that, you know, speaking of, of course, you're afraid of this guy. He's, this is the kind of guy he is. So it was awesome. Helped me a lot through that time. Okay, Rosalind or Nancy? Nancy, go for it. Well, I just love the book because, well, I'm without having children at home anymore, but I do have a husband and I do have a dog and I do have grandkids and great grandkids. So it's, it's all useful for, for all of it. But what I love so much about the book is that the truth and the honesty that that comes through and that the true stories that are told, I don't know if they're, I think they're different mothers, not just, not just you, but right, different yeah. mothers that told their stories and, and how, how real that makes it and how, how, and then, and then it's still very spiritual because the scriptures are there and because the, 
the the feelings are all there. <laughs> They're all there. And I just had a I, I too like the truth tool because that just brings everything into focus for me. And I've in fact used it this morning. I have a little group. I I, I am very health compromised and I can't go anywhere really. But I have a little group of women that come to my house on Thursday mornings to keep me company. And I and I I bake something for them and that's my gift to them. Their gift to me is that they come to visit me. And so this morning I thought, well, I'll just get up and I'll make some cornbread muffins and make some honey butter to go with it. I, I, I learned two things. Don't wait till the morning to do it. And second, we'll read the label where it, that it says to use the cupcake holders instead of putting it in the pan. They all just fell apart mm-hmm. coming out of the pan. In the past, I would have panicked 100% without fail. But in my mind, I was thinking, okay, I didn't fail at this. The cupcakes just fell up. I mean, the muffins just fell apart. That's okay. I'm in my mess. And they're going to see my mess. And they're going to just eat it like it's good. And they did. (laughs) They loved them. They tasted fine. It's just that the tops and the bottoms weren't together. They were in separate pieces and the honey butter just kind of went in between and it worked and I, it didn't bother me a bit. Otherwise it, it would have, because I would have told myself, Oh, you're a failure. You know, they will never like you because none of that happened this morning. I just thought, okay, here it is mess and all. (laughs) And, and because I knew that I couldn't eat them all. I couldn't throw them away. And I knew that Heavenly Father was right there and said, just serve them, you know, (laughs) just, just, just serve them. They'll love them. And they did. And, and I appreciated, appreciated knowing that, like I say, in the past, that would not have been the case. And I, I love the different topics in the book that just makes you, makes me think about each one of the things that I have learned or have need to learn one of the two and is that there's only one me and there's only one savior I mean one savior and and that I can't do his job and I can't do someone else's job and that's such a relief to to know that to know that I don't have to fix the world or, or fix my kids or fix my husband or fix my dog or fix my neighbor's you know, it's, it's just me, just me with Jesus to help me. I mean, I'm not ever going to be perfect and that's okay. So that's, that's, that's the things that just really stood out for me. Mm. I think some of some of the things, I mean, there are others, but that's the ones that I wanted to share. Thank you so much, Nancy. Thanks for sharing. So good. I think, well, like Nancy said, there are so many good things. The two things that I wanted to highlight were, first of all, the phrase, stay by the tree. And I have loved that so much to remember the story of Lehi staying by the tree and beckoning to his children. But he didn't go down into the muddy waters to save them. He just stayed by the tree. And that is such a beautiful analogy 
because in the tree there's shade, in the tree there's fruit, in the tree there's rest. It's like that's where we mothers can be and we can gain strength being there and rest from all the turmoil and the torment that this adversary wants to put us through. And doing that helps us be another phrase that I love that Karen came up with is the atmosphere angel and how if we do just what Nancy just described, use that truth tool and recognize the lies, what a beautiful gift she gave to those women this morning to, to acknowledge, yep, I'm in a mess and it's okay. And you can be in a mess too and it's okay. And be able to create that atmosphere in our home for everyone around us that if your life is messy, that's okay, it's how it is. That's why we have a savior. and come to the tree and I'll tell you a little bit more about him and how it works. But those two things just are life changing and are just so beautifully described in this book. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Rosalind. I love how the book also, when I started reading it, I was in a place of pain and felt kind of desperate and isolated and alone and all of the concepts and things that that are written in here led me to things I already knew deep inside but they hadn't really resonated in my conscious mind and it was empowering you know you go in and you feel like Nancy was saying you know where you can't solve anyone else's problems or go into as the book calls it into their field but as Rosalind was talking about, as we stay by the tree and we own our own field, the Lord empowers us and he helps us grow. And it really is so awesome because as we grow and we lean on the Lord and we increase in faith, we get out of the way of our loved ones who we think we're going to go save. It's, oh, whoops, a daisy. There's only one savior. It's not us. And for some reason, Moms want to believe that it's our job to go in there and save, which is one of the lies that Satan puts in our head is that we are less than or we failed or what's everyone going to think? Great and spacious building, right? They're all just such lies. And the things that we're taught in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we know are true. And the precepts and the tools that we learn and that Karen was inspired to write help us remember to stay by that tree, to lean into the faith and and grow and become stronger. And the declarations help us to remember our our identity and to say them regularly to ourselves so that we start changing those neural pathways in our brain and recognizing the lies and remembering what the truth is and the power that we have in our savior. And that's what we get when we stay by the tree and we own our own field and quit trying to go over there and mess in someone else's thinking that we're gonna be able to save the day. Yeah. Nancy? Another thing that really, really stands out for me is how much Satan tries to isolate us when we have anything wrong, or especially in our families, to not to to not let anybody know and and you know, I need to hide and and I can't and then and then eventually for me that led to depression and and total isolation from everything and everyone. But, but now it's so such a good feeling to have, to know that I have a team that I can, can talk to that understands that's 
been there or is there or is going to be there or something that and that they're not going to judge me because I was there or because I am there. And and it's so as an admin, as a team admin, it just I just needed to get the teamwork in there that it's just so reassuring that we realize that we are there for each other. And I loved what Maurice Harker said in our meeting the other day, or that women can just feel love when they're, when they're counseled by other women, but men think you don't love them. If you try to counsel them, I wish somebody had told me that 57 years ago, it would have been a lot simpler in my home. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's so cool. And, you know, it's been so wonderful to notice, like, you know, you think mothers who know and this book, Mama Trauma, is just specifically geared toward mothers who are mothering children in their home, right? And so, yeah, it's neat to notice how much evidence we have that all women have mother hearts, whether you're just all you're you're an empty nester and now you're just being a grandparent or we even have women in mothers who know who have never been married and but they have a mother heart and they just really appreciate that dynamic that you mentioned nancy that connection and and you know because they're an aunt and they're a sister and they're still trying to figure out relationships and these principles to them too there's women who haven't been able to have children yet, you know? And so anyway, I've just been really grateful that it's not been so just, you know, directly affecting just moms with kids in their home, which it so applies to, right? But yeah, and I love that, you know, betrayal trauma has become a word. And it was just so you know, when someone we were talking and my friend Stacy said, mama trauma, and I was like, the spirit hit me so hard. I was like, that's very important to remember that word, mama trauma, you know, and that often we think, you know, as a mom, it doesn't matter what goes on. You're the mom. So whatever you're feeling, you just better show up and fake it till you make it right. And there's just nothing you're going to be able to do about that because you can't tell anybody you, t- you should probably, you know, keep this a secret kind of a thing. But yeah, mama trauma. And now what? Now what do we do now that we've hit this place of finding out that there is such a thing as a mama in trauma? And what do we do now? But our time is up, but I just really, I just feel so man i feel so grateful for you ladies being here it's been you know initially i was feeling so uncomfortable like that it's just not it feels so awkward to say so tell me how you like this book you know but i just feel so so grateful and so just kindly validated in you know and really appreciative that you would take your time to be here and share your thoughts on the Mama Trauma Now What book, I feel like it is exactly what Debbie mentioned, that it was something that I was inspired to write, not I should write a book, but I'm inspired to help, to 
to figure this out, to understand how do we provide a resource and help women in hard, difficult places, especially women who care so deeply about getting it right under Heavenly Father's plan and might not understand that Heavenly Father's plan is the mess, you know, that it, it is all about the mess. Like, that's what his plan covers is the mess. And then our Savior is evidence of that. So thank you so much, ladies, for being here. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Thank you for being with us today, Warrior Moms. I invite you to make a donation at the top of our website, mothersyouknow.org. Any amount you can afford today will help us keep Mothers Who Know services free for all moms. Thank you so much for your generosity. Moms, remember your divine identity and great worth. Continue in your courageous efforts to support God's great work. Notice the miracles you see every day, the evidence of the Savior's love and mercy. Find the message in your message. Reach out and share the principles you learn in Mothers You Know with other mothers. You are God's secret weapon for good in this world. Finally, a few pieces of information for you. I recommend a few other podcast channels to listen to. Like Dragons Do They Fight podcast, that includes interviews and stories with those that have struggled and overcome something in their life. And the Eternal Warriors podcast, hosted by two YSA age young men who share their story, teach valuable lessons, and interview special guests. You can follow us on our social media pages on Facebook under mothersyouknow.lcs or search for Mothers You Know and on Instagram, username at mothers underscore who know last if you would like additional support and training please go to mompowertraining.com to sign up for the next eight-week mom power training class for all moms you can also go to the mothers who know website at mothers know.org or our parent company life-changing services at life-changing to learn more about our excellent services to support you and your loved ones thank you so much for listening today Please feel free to email me anytime with questions or to set up a complimentary 30-minute appointment to visit. Please email me at mothersyouknow at lifechangingservices.org. Looking forward to hearing from you amazing moms. See you next time.